a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that uh, you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. That's exactly what makes them extra to me, and I am very excited for you to meet them. So now, much to um, you've heard about me talk about uh, our daughters on this on this podcast a lot, and much to their chagrins, collective chagrins throughout their young lives, I am not a dog person at least not anymore. So they never had a dog growing up. And I'm not anti-dog. In fact, I had two dogs growing up. Uh, And I still remember the first time I ever experienced real grief uh, was in my life was when I was like eight years old and my dog died. That was was when I first felt how sad you can feel when you lose something. So dogs meant something to me at at one point in time, but given my dog uh, indifference, Today, uh, it is quite ironic that I'm going to use a dog metaphor to introduce today's guest, and uh, and I don't even know I don't even know if he's a dog person. So and it, we'll get to that too, maybe. Uh, so anyway, back to the dogs. It's well established that dogs are regarded as the most loyal of creatures in the animal kingdom in God's kingdom. Uh, but did you know that among all dogs, it is it is thought to be that the great Pyrenees is like, you know, the top dog uh, in terms of loyalty. And so uh, evidently, uh, the Great Pyrenees is uh, a calm, smart, and patient uh, breed, all which lend to this, uh, this character. And these are all remarkable qualities of our guest as well, who has had to remain calm and smart uh, he's always been smart as uh, as he's navigated very su- successful careers in uh, sales management for startup companies, established companies, multinational companies. Um, he's had to remain patient throughout uh, what I would contend, and he'll never admit this, but I would contend kind of more than his fair share of like just crappy curveballs that life has thrown. Uh, I mean, they throw all of us curveballs, but they sometimes seem to hit our guests uh, in more waves that they all come at once, you know, like health stuff, and job stuff, and all this kind of crap. And through it all, uh, it's his loyalty uh, to his family, uh, his friends, and most importantly, his faith uh, that I think is his most towering gift and his strength. Uh, it is not uncommon, for example, to see this devoted husband and self-sacrificing dad uh, sometimes just sitting at a church pew all by himself while he's traveling for business uh, or he's stranded in some strange town at one of the myriad sporting tournaments he's, he's spent the better part of 20 years shuttling kids to and he ends up in a town where he doesn't know anybody so he ends up going to church by himself. Um, and, 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 and that's, that's one example. Another is his loyalty as a brother and a son and a cousin and an uncle and all of those, uh, family definitions, uh, that we all know it's, it's unmatched and and put into great use as this guy comes from a very large family, uh, and very connected family. And finally, his loyalty as a friend, uh, is as great as the great, uh, adjective that he shares with the Great Pyrenees, all those greats, great, 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 great. And as I'm just realizing now, Great Pyrenees 
legit just now i'm reading most of this stuff off the screen but i just realized now that great pyrenees is also the same initials as our guest so this is obviously meant to be please welcome today's man of man our own gp glenn prodal hey glenn hey jeff seriously i just put together the whole gp great pyrenees right there <laughs> that was pretty that's pretty, meant to be. that's pretty meant to be thank goodness it wasn't like a collie or something like that we'd have nowhere to go Right. Nowhere to go. Well, hey, thanks for being here, and thank you. Uh, as with some of our guests here, as, as as man is getting a little bit longer in the tooth, you know, now into season seven. Some of you, some of you more uh, sort of uh, more even more humble guests are harder to extract out of the out of the out of the out of the grain. So I appreciate you making the trek over here to to chat. And I kind of want to start with family. You know, we very recently the two of us. Just saw each other. I mean, we see each other all the time. But one of the more recent moments that we saw each other was, unfortunately, at a funeral for your brother. Uh, but what a cool uh, a testament and illustration of this family that you come from. I mean, the packed church, and more importantly than even the numbers, just the the, the strength, the connection, the faith. I mean. I think it was a cousin of yours that was actually the priest that that officiated the the funeral. So I kind of want to start just with family. How what was it like growing up in the Prodal family as a, as a young kid? And and did you always have? Because I know now you have a great appreciation for this 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 wonderfully strong and big and faith filled family. But did you have that sense growing up? Was that always part of it? Yeah, for sure. Both my uh, mom and dad were very strong in faith, um, you know, church every Sunday. We all went to Holy Name School as kids, um, so spent time at church, you know, continuously. Um, so it was a huge part of our family, for sure. Mm-hmm. Was that also something that you shared? And sometimes we we, uh, we kind of wax uh, sort of romantic about the old days. Oh, you know, the old days when we all got on our bikes and left for the day and, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. But do you remember, like, was that was that also a community thing? Like, did, were all your friends part of the same thing? Or did you feel like your family had kind of, was that unique to kind of how you were you were raised? That, that sense of faith and that connection to the church? Certainly it was both on both sides of my family. So my my mom's side was super um, faithful as well as my father's side. But I think we met a lot of friends through uh, Holy Name and that community. Um, you know, the Dieters family was someone that I spent a lot of time with as, yeah. a, as a child. And, um, you know, they were part of the, the Holy Name faith as well. So yeah. that whole process. Yeah. Did you ever, so obviously we didn't know each other way back then. We missed so many years there, and so I, I caught you uh, in not the August of your life, but you know, probably I don't know, maybe June or so. You know, we're on the right. we're definitely on the we're definitely on the latter half. Um, but you know, as I mentioned in the intro, I, you know, some of the my you know best images of you, Glenn, and obviously your whole family is very faith filled. But you know, schedules change, and you know, kids go to some mass, and you know, spouses go to another, and then. But so often I, I'll see you from across uh, the sanctuary and there's Glenn, you know, kind of showing up. So so obviously from how you grew up and now how you live today, it it's like, okay, same, same. Did you ever go through a period? I mean, we all go through, you know, what, high school and college or whatever. You know, did you ever go through periods where maybe you just felt like a little less removed from faith or has it just been kind of a constant sort of 
kind of governor of, of your life? Yeah, I think it's definitely been more of a constant governor. Um, and even when I was in college, I would um, go to church um, when others, you know, maybe wouldn't think it was so cool to yeah. go. But I, I just felt, you know, comfort there going. Um, and then, you know, as I've been married with Kim and she converted from being a Lutheran to a Catholic, um, our faith together has grown, you know, immensely. And we brought our children up the same way. So um, it's definitely been an important part for all the way through. Yeah. Did you have the benefit, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast about you know role models and especially guys you know whether they're you know dads or coaches or uncles or whatever who who were some of the men if you can remember you know as far back as you want to go who were who stand out you know as as guys that kind of helped influence you and 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 really helped kind of shape this very like you're saying very consistent kind of faith kind of faith life for sure, it starts with my father, without a doubt. Um, he was a huge influence. He was just a rock, you know. He would go to church every Sunday without fail. Um, and then as uh, when Kim and I got married, her father as well, um, her parents were both, um, uh, her father was Catholic and her mother was Lutheran. And he went to church every Sunday in Hamill, um, like clockwork. And so he was another person that, uh, definitely was a very positive influence on you know what it's like to be with faith and 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 importance of of being in church. Yeah, yeah. You also, as I mentioned in the intro, I mean, and this is where I personally have the connection with you is just as a friend. You're you're such um, you're such a great friend's friend. And what I mean by that is like, and, and well, I mentioned it with the whole loyalty metaphor thing. It's like you are like we could go and thankfully we don't go this long, but we could probably go two years without talking at all. And I know this is kind of a cliche. People say, oh, that's great. We just kind of pick right back up. And I don't even know if we'd pick right back up, but there's this sense that, and I know I don't, I'm not unique in this, in this sense that the, the people that you are friends with, like they know you're there. You're just, you're, you are steady. You're like, you're not going anywhere. Who were, and so that's, obviously probably connected to your faith, but that's also something that, you know, whether it's sports, cause I know you athletics played a big role in, in your life kind of growing up and those relationships that you found that, you know, kind of you built there where has that, has the whole friendship, the, the value that the investment that you put into friends, has that also been something that's been kind of throughout your life? Or is that something that you developed a little bit later on when, when you kind of, new <laughs> to develop it i think for me friendships are everything to be honest um i am a super loyal person i'm someone that wants to get to know you that um i think everything that happens in my friends lives is super important to me and i want to be part of it i want to be there for them in the good times and in the bad mm-hmm. and um I, th- I take pride in that i think it's i think it's important that somebody knows that when something happens to them, they can rely on me if they need it. Totally, totally. How, as a dad, because you're also, so we've, we've, we're just ticking off all these great things, right? Great Pyrenees, the great, great, great protocol here. So we ticked off faith, ticked off friends. As a dad, you're also just an amazing dad, a dad that I think connects with his kids. How, as a dad, have you 
maybe model that or, or let your kids know that this is important with, without, because sometimes when we get too sort of like uh, vocal about things that are important, it actually, it does the opposite. It kind of pushes them away and they sort and, and, and so how have you managed that? How, how have you modeled that with your kids? I would say it's more lead by example than yeah. it is verbal. Um, Kim, my wife, um, is definitely more the um, more the vocal and more the person that is the leader of how this all works, uh, for sure. Um, and I'm more of a more of a lead by example person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think sometimes, especially with kids, it's. Uh, there's a great, uh, there's a great agile. I'm sure I'm going to hack here, so I might have to edit this out because I'm not going to remember it right. But it's, it, it was something about, um, you know, your kids, your kids uh, learn more by by seeing what you do than hearing what you say, or something like that. I mean, it's like they're they're listening through what they see, right? Not necessarily what they're. Yeah, what actions they're, speak louder than words, totally. right? So, um, I, and I always preach that to all of my kids is. You know, don't tell me that you love me. Don't tell me that you're going to do this or do that. Just do it. Yeah. Right. And right. when you do things for people, it means so much more than telling them anything. It it just actions always speak louder than words. Yeah. So true. So true. Oh, well, that is great. Well, hey, we are we are already time goes so fast here. We're already at uh, our little fun segment of the show here where we ask the same three questions. Uh, of uh, of this of all of our guests, and we see uh, what they're going to say here. So, uh, and they've all, as a, just a reminder to all of our listeners, the guests have all had ample time to think about their answers here, and especially since we've been trying to get Glenn on the show for a couple years here. So, these will be good. All right. So, question number one: If Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow morning, just wanted to hang out for the day, what are you doing with Jesus? To all those people that play golf with me every week on Sunday morning. Um, I would love to take him golfing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like four hours of quality time together where you can have a laugh, you can talk about real things, and get to know each other better. That's so awesome. that would be my... So, be so my now plan. the question, the follow-up question, who in the foursome is booted out? <laughs> because Jesus... <laughs> Sorry, Clark, you got to sit this one out. I got Jesus here. <laughs> Uh, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe, I don't think I can answer maybe that. Maybe you can have a five. So maybe you can go five. <laughs> I think you so. Can go five on that day. Exactly. All right. All right. Question number two: If uh, if you could go to church, uh, and I know you're very comfortable going to church solo, but if you if you could go to church with any other guy, uh, living or dead, uh, who would it be? It would, without question, be Father Arnold Weber. Oh yeah. I really miss Father Arnold. He was amazing. He always had the perfect perspective on the current times and had a had an amazing way of understanding what was going on today and how to relate it to to our life um he'd have good advice on how to deal with the tough things that society is throwing us today so he would definitely be my choice yeah so true oh my gosh in fact in fact uh, depending on when this show kind of airs or whatever um so a mutual friend of ours jeff dieters uh, I think he also cited Father Arnold. So he, he, that man left very much a legacy. And we definitely grew up together with him and 
served mass and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So that makes sense. You can have him right in the middle of you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you can flank him. <laughs> all right. Last question. Uh, if you could, um, and you know, we didn't even talk about your coaching. You know, you've spent so many years coaching kids and, and, and really helping raise just, you know, fine young men, not only your own son, but the sons of many others. And so this one you might have to prioritize here. So fun segment question number three, if you could just give one piece of advice to a younger man about, you know, just living a, 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 a good, humble, confident, just life of faith, what would that piece of advice be? Life is full of ups and downs. And the one thing you can always count on is your faith. God is always there for you no matter what. And if you have kids, your best gift is also to love their mother. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would give a young man. You know, this thing that all of us are fighting through different, you know, ups and downs. And uh, you just got to hang in there and and have trust in God. He'll bring you to the right place. Oh, my gosh. I don't think you could have said any better than that. Glenn Perotal of the great Glenn Perotal GP. Thank you so much for, uh, for being on MANA. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.